Going Commando with Angela and Dana is brought to you by finduniquelyyou.com. Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com. We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this super special episode of Going Commando with Angela and Dana. And I'd like to introduce uh, these two fine gentlemen who are here with us today. Chris and Brody have a podcast called The Professional Misfits. It's amazing. Check it out. Um, Like them, follow them, listen to them, support them on Patreon and all that stuff. We'll give you all the links later. But we just wanted to hang out with these two handsome gents and and shoot the shit and see what comes up. And, And so here we are. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, it's really weird, bro. She's saying like two fine gentlemen, and like who are they? Who yeah. the fuck are these guys? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was looking around for a second too. <laughs> none of none of that was in the brief, like. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she wasn't talking about you. That's for sure. Yeah, thanks. He, I mean, he is wearing a fine hat, right? Yeah. So the trademark. It's all brand. Hat. It's all. It's all smoke and mirrors. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks well, for having us, Angela Dana. Thanks for inviting us on. Really cool. Yeah, this is super fun. Super fun. Okay, so for for new listeners, Chris, um, yeah. why don't you give us a little overview of your podcast, where you are, and Brody chime in, and where you are, and then uh, and then we'll get into some see where it goes. Cool. So yeah, the professional misfits, we talk about like the B-sides of professional life. So um, funnily enough, Brody and I were introduced to each other via a mutual third for an original podcast who's no longer with us. Uh, <laughs> so we're, we're the updated and improved version, let's say. Um, 2.0. 2.0. But it was these discussions around, you know, I mean, we're all on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is the, the hype reel of professional success, right? And basically Brody and I are like, what the fuck is this? Like, no one's talking about relationships. No one's talking about sex, mental health. No one's actually talking about money. No one's talking about the struggles. Like, can we change career, you know, post COVID and uh, recessions and disruptions and resignations and work from home and all. No one's talking about any of this shit. It's like, you know, buy my course to earn six figures in six weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. So I love it. So and everyone rolls their eyes at the same time because you know exactly what I'm talking about. So yes. and 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 surely we know that all of these other factors actually impact us and the quality of our work, and no one's talking about it. And so, Bro- Brody, full credit, like he was the guy that saw the niche for these sort of conversations about well, why don't we talk about these things? Because rather than being advertisers to do an advertising podcast to other advertisers. Why don't we talk to people, you know, about professional struggles and what we're building and what we're not? Um, and he, he, after the first round of podcast fell through, Brody reached out to me about two weeks later. No, not even like a week later and said, I can't let this idea go, man. Like, how about you and I go for it? What do you say? Is that accurate, B? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first one, God, that was whiplash. I mean, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we had something going there, and I and I 
like Chris said, I felt like we were all on, you know, mutual page. Like we, me and Chris are now not the case, you know, we got to that. And then seriously, I thought where we were at, me and Chris had communicated just completely aligned. It was, this is where we're going. This is what we see it as. These are the conversations we want to have. And I couldn't let that go. I was like, this guy sees what I see. It's, it's real. It's out there. I know people want to listen to this kind of stuff. And uh, I just couldn't, yeah, I came to him a week later and I said, Chris, you know, I'm going to do this. I need you to come with me. And oh. he's, he said, all right. It's awesome. So far, so good. We got, yeah, so far, so good. We've got season one in the can. That's what you guys would have listened to. So 10 episodes of season one. Uh, we've just started recording our season two after a little bit of a break, which is double the size, double the fun. So it's 20 episodes and Patreons and Spotify's and YouTube's and all the platforms. So again, that's Brody's marketing genius of like, no, no, this is not just going to be a channel for fun. This is a business and this is how we're going to roll. So I'm like, all right, my man, I'll just wear the hat and look pretty. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's probably where you girls found us. Cause Angela, I remember when we, we chatted, you said you'd listen to, maybe like episode five, which was our interval of just shooting the shit. And then you'd listen to episode eight on social media. And that was sort of when you reached out to me and said, just listen to episode eight. Do you want to to come and have a chat? I'm like, yeah, sure. For real. Yeah. So fun. So fun. Yeah. So Dana and I um, started going commando when, oh God, it's probably like last October-ish. We started yeah. it as an idea. We were doing a show. Uh, we called it Cuddle Talk just because we thought the whole idea was that. Because <laughs> I'm always like, cuddle. Like, if you're going to cuddle, yeah. you're going to cuddle. And it was so ridiculous. Like, we, like, took it, like, to the full campiness. And, like, we were going to, like, be in our pajamas <laughs> and just chill out. And, like, you know, people couldn't be at their desks. And we were going to interview people. And what right. we learned was we wanted to interview our you instructors. We wanted to interview people who had a story to tell people who had you know something uplifting and inspiring because like you guys said nobody's talking about relationships nobody's talking about like real stuff and yeah. that's really where we are like oh these are the rules this is how everybody does it well we'll be over here you know yeah and uh you know oh people are, are saying what they think people want to hear to get people to you know purchase or whatever to it buy is. their shit it's buy a funnel shit. baby it's I'm, a funnel yeah. you know and angela and i both we're just like just being who we are and throwing it out there if the spaghetti sticks it sticks and if it doesn't then you know what i'll just take my spaghetti and go you're not my people so yep. so anyway so we were doing that with cuddle talk and what we realized was the magic was really just us hanging out and, and talking about important topics because mm. it feels as if there are very few people out there in the world that are really willing to go commando, really willing to drop their drawers and not care if they look um, if they don't look their best, if they don't have mm. the filter on and 85 different shades of makeup or whatever it is to make them, uh, you know, to the, the masks how they appear in the world. And we do believe that there is something so important and magical and just being who you are because you're giving other people permission to do so as well, even in your shittiness. And this isn't a whole big book plug, but like I wrote book plug. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, you said it right the first time. It's okay. Yeah. This is our first floor some Dana. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, and I, your best. One of the books that I had written, like the, it was the stories that I tell about myself are like so like, it's like soon as like we, we published it, I was like, Ooh, the world's going to see this, but be who you are. 
be yeah. who you are. That's it. So anyway, that's the purpose of what we're doing. And I was gonna. Did you think? Did you think it was weird? Because like when Brody, when Brody came to me, and because this is Brody's background, he professional podcasts for millions and billions of people around and for 10, 15 years or whatever it is, that's his jam. So he's coming to me with like, people want to hear this. And in in my head, it's like, people want to hear what? Because this is just sort of who I am. And like, I'm the same dude pretty much on LinkedIn that probably swear less than, <laughs> than I am here and in real life. So when Brody's like, no, 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 this is what people want to hear. This is the secret sauce. I'm like, bro, I sort of had to trust him and blind faith walk into this with him. Cause I'm like, I don't really know the fuck you're talking about. And even if, and even if they do want to listen to it, like who's going to pay for it, bro. So this is a real shift in perspective or just something that I was unaware of. So I wanted to know if like you guys had a similar sort of experience in like building from ground up in that respect. Well, I guess I, you're loving that to me, Dean. <laughs> So, Straight under the bus. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh my god, let me come up with something to say. <laughs> I'm the I'm the business head of this whole thing. Dana's our Dana's our mouthpiece. Um, you know, we never came at this with the intention of making this money. This is like an extension of our startup. So we have in right. a startup where we um we help content creators turn their content into a monetizable workshop where they can truly interact with their audience and really like, you know, engage with their, with their own content in real time. And so Dana and I, you know, Dana's books, book plug, Dana's books are, um, they've helped me grow exponentially as in personal and development. Like my husband says, you're not the same person you were before. No, I'm not. And I'm glad I'm not, but I don't think I would have had the same um, growth rate if it weren't for Dana's books and, and talking to her every single day. So every time we talk, I'm learning so much. So it, for me, the intention was, I want more people to learn from Dana. I okay. want people to, because if you can do, if you can just look at yourself with honesty and authenticity and just be like full commando, full get yourself out there, um, then it'll encourage other people to do the same. I'd encourage other people to take the workshops, encourage other people to to bring awareness to that there are humans out there who want to talk. And that's why I love you guys, because you're just straight talk, you know, like you're just like straight up real, you know, giving your opinions, not worrying of who you're going to offend or, or whatever that might be. And that's kind of how we roll. So y'all are our jam. <laughs> that's nice. same listening to your guys' description of yourselves that was kind of uh interesting one of the things that i happen to say a lot is you know some of the things we talk about give people permission to think in a different way right yeah. you know it's not this box that you're stuffed in and you know there's different opinions out there that you can fall into and you can explore and you can have a good time with even so yes. yeah just be you yeah and it's not like um you know, it's not like the the political divide that mm -hmm. I was stuck in, you know, three or four years right. ago. Or I remember I said something about Biden or Trump to Dana. And she was, was like, like no! <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, oh, that's where we are. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> admit it. I admit it. I was one of those. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's definitely about um, giving permission. So. And you guys doing this podcast, I guess it's kind of like why, how we're all together, because this is like the mission that we're on together is to be authentic. 
Um, but like, what is like the feedback been for you guys? Like what has been positive? What has been negative? What has been tricky? Um, as far as I'm aware, we've only had one negative sort of comment. Ooh, tell uh, me. I love negative Oh, uh, look, I, I, I wanted to bury Please this. Please do, Chris, come on. No. <laughs> Dig it up, baby. Dig it up. Do it, do it. No, because you know it traumatizes me. All right, so and it was, and it, and it was literally, it was... It was bad. <laughs> no, it, it, it no. wasn't even. Like, I could wear nope. that and go, fuck off, you've got no style, like, next. But it was <laughs> it was literally episode one. So we've dropped episode one, oh. right, on on YouTube. Yeah. Like, here, here it is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the first comment, it might have even been, I don't even know if it was, like, after our pinned comment or whatever, but the first comment was, like, mm, wanted to <laughs> like it. But bro culture was just too much and like blah, blah, blah. And the Australian guy says like, like so often and like, no, nah, I really couldn't get behind it or something like this. <laughs> and it, right. Like detail. And so, <laughs> it was. Listen, they watched, they commented. We're like crickets. No. <laughs> well, that's, that's what, that's what Brody said. Right. But like, and so by the time, by the time I found it on YouTube, I fuck because like, I'm, I'm an art, I'm an artist first and a human second. So I'm like, fuck, you know, and then like screenshot it and then kind of looked at it and like, I, I messaged Brody and I'm like, do we respond to this? Like, what do we do? And, and Brody exactly almost verbatim Dana's like, look, they watched it. They commented. It wasn't just like, fuck these guys. They listened to enough of it to form an opinion. Either way, they engaged. And I'm like, mm. yep. Yep. <laughs> they listened enough to hate you. You made it. You made yeah, it. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good, that's a good but, launch point. But, and, right. Okay. It's a good <laughs> there you go. Everyone else who wants to start a podcast, if they're hating you on the first episode. Anyway, so, but, and that's the funny thing as well. We had like five or six likes, but like just one negative comment. And then I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going through, do I respond? Do we not respond? How do we respond? Like, Chris, you're going to be passive aggressive. Um, but I took a moment and I said, well, like, thanks. I think her name was, you know, dummy account. So her name is Jane or whatever. I was like, thanks, Jane. Um, just curious, like, what does bro culture mean to you? And, you know, what subjects can men talk about that isn't labeled bro culture? Because that's because, mm, and, and, no, <laughs> yeah. and well, you know, just you know, in regards to my previous email, <laughs> just really trying to craft the perfect, and funnily enough, no response. Now, now, to bring this story full circle, because this bugged me for weeks, oh my God. and then, and then eventually, I said to Brody, I'm like, ah. I know who this is. Yep. It was an ex. No, it was it was the person that we originally did the first podcast with. Of course oh. it was. So they're not watching and they're not paying attention and you don't have any fans. Oh, probably, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that might very well be the case. <laughs> or, or they were so jealous. You know, they yeah. just couldn't help themselves. Like, you went and did this without me. N -n 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 yeah. Hate this stranger. Like, fuck you. Um, so, so, oh, that's, that's sorry. I just realized as well I'm in a room full of Americans, so now I know what you feel like, Brody, because most of the guests Yes, oh, my God. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in Sydney, Australia. So if everyone listening at home, I'm in a completely different time zone. 
I'm in the future. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys, but you guys are scattered across two different time zones in the States yourself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. sort of Brody and I's gimmick is like from, you know, from Sydney, Australia, all the way to Portland, Oregon, like two misfits on the other side of the world are going to discuss like all of these oh. concepts. And so that's, that's sort of part of our unique value offering for the folks at home. I'll be sure to comment um, on your next uh, podcast. That's it. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't, under, couldn't understand his accent. You know, couldn't understand his accent. Do they even have freedom down there? Like what? That is awesome. Oh, it's so great. Well, you know what? Uh, the haters are going to hate, 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 right? As that's what they say. Taylor Swift says. Motherfucker. Oh, that's too we, much. We always but, joke around how we have like four or five people that like us and comment on us. That's all we need. You know That's what we need? Angela, to five people. Mwah, we yeah, love you. thanks, five people. Angela and I were just talking the other day how like, I mean, I I personally do a lot of like, I'm just trying to assist people in, in living the best lives that they could live. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I have this beautiful wisdom. And it's not because I'm so smart, even though like I'll tell people that. It's because I lived in a dumpster fire and learned some lessons along the way and created this life. So I'm spinning what I think is gold. I'm like, oh my God, listen to all these smart things and you can do these smart things too and you can live this great life. And it's crickets, crickets, crickets. And then like I'll be like, yeah, I stubbed my toe and everybody's like, oh my God, how's your thoughts and prayers? Oh my God, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I'm like, why are people afraid to, 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 they're afraid to, to discuss things of value. Like I, I post all this artwork and I'll tell the stories behind it and really like the depth, the guts and what brought me there and crickets, crickets, crickets. And then like somebody I worked with 10 years ago, be like, Oh my God, your hair looks great. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice Brody, hat. Brody, you, well, you can every comment on yours. I could be like, nice hat, nice hat. You'll <laughs> I, at least we've at least we've moved past that. I think no. Or if I don't, again, if I don't show up in the hat, they're like, where's the hat and who are you? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, look but, at all this smart stuff. I just found a different Australian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, don't worry, it's it's absolutely this. Brody. Maybe you can testify a little bit of this because we broke it down in the social media episode where I'm like, push it all into a furnace as far as I'm concerned. And if I didn't need LinkedIn for for branding and like sort of awareness and marketing and branding, then like, fuck it. Like no, no civilized person has these conversations. No one talks like this. No one walks into a room and say, unpopular opinion, but, <laughs> you know, and rolls out 10 steps for. So yep. can I, I want to, I want to say something positive because mm-hmm. you've had the opportunity, all four of us to be like, dicks here for a minute so I just <laughs> here's how I, I i see things if we're talking in the microcosm and we're talking about an individual person i know if i want to improve my life i can't just walk around going love and light and thoughts and prayers and all that bullshit i have to look at the darkness i have to sit in the shit i have to really really just face it let it all fall apart you know the dark night of the soul and all that bullshit right and then i have to rebuild and then life is beautiful. That's the microcosm. In the macrocosm, the world needs to look at itself. It needs to see the shitstorm that it is. It needs to break down all of the institutions that aren't working. And it's happening, right? Shit mm-hmm, needs to crash mm-hmm. and burn. It needs to be a bunch of toddlers kicking and screaming and throwing fits. You know who the toddlers are. You watch the news or at least you are aware of people who watch the news. And then once all that crashes and burns, those who have, who are ready 
to look at it and to grow from it are going to be ready. I honestly believe, and this is going to sound a little like, you know, look at me or look at us, but I honestly believe that we do have what the world needs. We're saying what the world needs to hear, not necessarily what the world wants to hear. People just aren't ready yet. We're a little bit ahead of the curve. And the, as the world is crashing and burning, there are people popping up all over the place. People like us with something to say and changes to make. And there's more of us and more of us. Every shitstorm that happens out there in the in the macrocosm. And again, I don't have to we don't have to discuss what they are. I mean we live in it. I think I refer to it as a cesspool and one of our other I know like, you're like fucking circus. Don't sugarcoat it, say it the way it is. <laughs> but it is happening. And I believe people like us, if we keep doing what we're doing, not because we think we're gonna make a lot of money and not because we think we're gonna have a stardom or fame, but because we truly believe in what we're saying and doing it will catch on. So this little pity party that we just have, just because it's fucking funny and it's stupid is great. But at the end of the day, remember my name. Because, <laughs> you know, shit's gonna, shit's no, going. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in complete agreement. And look, I'll, I'll say this. One thing that I told Chris is it's really hard sometimes to keep perspective, especially with uh, com- comparison out there, right? Comparison, fucking thief. And people don't even know it. And, Look at we have about 20 loyalists, right? Every episode they show up 20 people view after view on episode after episode. And in any kind of business dynamic or, you know, situation, 20 people in a room, that's a big fucking deal. That's a big fucking deal. And if you got 20 people directly listening to your opinions and your words and your, pers- you, you're, you're making a difference there, you know, and even if it was 20 people, what if that one of 20 was the next person to change the world. And what if, just by what oh if, one of, the, one of the words that you said to them made their fucking life, you know, and it changed everything for them. So that's, and that, that's really why we're here, right? Like those, again, those conversations don't get had and people are scared and there's no, there's no reason to be. I love the going commando thing. Like just rip it off, you know, like let's fucking go. Like we're, we're here. We're ready to show up. We know we're fucking misfits. That's why we say we're fucking misfits, you know, like we're proud of it and you should be proud of who you are too. Yes. Amen. Amen. And for, for, for your 20 people who are listening and for our five, like, like engage with us, like tell us who you are. Like, let's just like all become aware. So this is why I loved you guys, because I felt like you were synergistic to, to Dana and I and just aligned with where we want to be. And so that means that our our small little crew out there, you know, it's 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 like, a, <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to do a Twilight reference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chris. Just, <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. I know. Chris this, is holding his breath. This is for my daughter, who is 18. But at the end of the day. You know, you only needed like 20 vampires to do a lot of damage. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Look, I, for those, for those who, who don't know me and sort of my background, so I'm, I guess, like an executive creative consultant, but basically write, a, wrote a book about it and advise boards and all these sort of people on the value of creative skills and intelligence. So... <laughs> This yeah, book plug yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone's got one. Um, but it but but to your point, it's it's sort of demonstrating that something like creativity isn't genetics, it's not personality, it's not luck, it's not circumstances, it's skills. 
So if you were to replace the word talent with skilled, Hmm. for instance, it completely shifts the dynamic. You see like an amazing dancer and go, wow, they're so talented. Go, no, no, they're so skilled. And now you're going to start to apply this to problem solving, to innovation, to your ability to adapt to emotional intelligence, to, you know, all these sorts of things. So that's my argument to your point, Dana, of like, it's like, take a, take, take a look at what, take a look at the circumstances that you're in and then find what you need and develop the practical skills to do it because it won't be luck. It's it, funnily enough, just to segue slightly, I posted only about two or three days ago on LinkedIn about mental health of all things, because something I'm candid, I care about two things, creativity and mental health, and I suffer from both. <laughs> so it's the post was lit, was about how we talk a lot about mental health awareness. Like I'm more interested in action and results. So what might what might a mental health work in progress look like? Said, so look, in the last three to six months, here's three things I put in place, and it was doctors, meds, and exercise, and here's like the ten outcomes from all of that, and it was literally what you described. It's like, well, things aren't working in my life. I'm sort of okay, but not, and I could do better, and I'd like to do better, but I actually have to put in the work. And if you've ever had any sort of experience with for anyone out there that had any sort of experience with mental health, you know that finding the right GP is can be tough because that will, you know, it's often a personal and emotional and delicate, vulnerable thing to talk about. And you might even not completely understand it yourself. So that's a very delicate gateway to negotiate. If you need to find a psych, another very delicate gateway to negotiate. If they suggest meds, which I was reluctant for for the longest time, it wasn't something I went to straight away as a fix. And even then, like, uh, even then after deciding to commit to meds it was about pill number eight because the first six like had side effects or didn't work or that so you're a guinea pig for, and you have to maintain your sort of integrity and and your drive like to want to be better mm-hmm. and so now like having posted this thing a few days ago i also replied to somebody else like i don't think i could have made this post six months ago because even though i was fine now that now that you're sort of out of the woods and you can start to see the bright sunshine, you sort of realize how dark things were before, yeah. even though you felt, you know, <laughs> even though, by, by compa- only by comparison. And again, like no giant emotional breakthroughs, no eureka moments, like no, God didn't touch me, angels didn't come, I didn't fall in love, just Chris did the work. Chris feels better about himself and is more optimistic and hopeful for future Chris. And that's... That's what I can control. And so to the point of this podcast and all these discussions, if I can share this with you guys, and if anyone at home listening takes any sort of value from that, then great. You know, because there's we're talking about the things that we don't talk about. Mental health is a massive one. There's a massive amount of shame that sits on top of all of this. It's all shame. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's and mm-hmm. it's a re- and it's a real and it's a real shame that that's the case. Like, do you whether it's within yourself or you don't have a partner that you feel that you can express it to or a family that's not accepting or you don't feel like you have the the resources or whatever it happens to be, but conversation is free. You know, and so here we are openly discussing these things and I'm, I'm going to apologize because this is not the direction we intended to take the podcast. No, <laughs> we go where we got to go. You needed to, you, you Dana, 
you know, one, it was funny because when we were talking about what we would, excuse me, what we could potentially talk about. Remember I I came on, I was like, I don't want to talk about that. Stupid. No offense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, no offense. But the one thing I was, I said to Angela, I said, you know, let's talk about personal accountability. Because when you talk Hmm. about personal accountability, that covers everything. And that's really Mm -hmm. where you're leading in. You're talking specifically about mental health. But at the end of the day, when we learn, and again, we all, all our stories are different. They're all individual and unique to us, but they're all the same at the same time. It's very interesting paradox, right? And, but it all comes down to personal accountability. Um, When we're looking outward, for the fix outward for the guru <clears throat> none of us are here saying this is you need to live this is how you need to live your life we're here saying let's just talk about how we live our lives let's ask ourselves the questions what do i want what do i need are my needs being met this is is this a rational belief system is this a healthy coping mechanism do i self-soothe why do i self-soothe do i believe everything i'm told on that box in front of me You know what I'm saying? And when Mm -hmm. we start to really be accountable for our needs and stop blaming our mommy, our daddy, our ex or whatever it is, and realize that at the end of the day, we're responsible for ourselves to figure out what we need and how to get it, then life starts to get a little bit easier. You start to become a little bit more empowered and the road begins to open up. You took responsibility for yourself because you went and you sought help. Yeah, and I was gonna—I was gonna qualify because this is something that Brody and I have talked about a bit as well. It's—it's it's, at least you start the journey, and this—and this is something else because starting the journey and sort of like knowing you want to be better or you want to achieve or success or whatever it happens to be for you, is but also finding tapping into something that's going to sustain you when you're not immediately getting what you want. Oh, immediate gratification. Mm. Well, or, or anything, you know what I mean? Like if it was, let's say it was success or a career or or, or, or even me sort of getting better. Like it's, I knew it wasn't going to be overnight because I've lived with it for the better part of 20 years. Um, and and so, uh, look, I, said, I think I said to Brody, like I swim three times a week. Swimming's not the hard part. It's actually waking up at 6 a.m. and walking down to the pool. Mm-hmm. So if I can get up at six when the sun's not even up and it's still black outside, which is a cycle, it fucks with you psychologically. Um, and they go, no, 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 like grab my bag, pack my things. And by the time I'm on the street walking, I'm feeling great because I've done the hardest part. Walk all the way down to the pool, swim, you know, a couple hundred meters, get back, you know, whatever. But it's, and this is like now over three months. And I was saying to Brody when I first started, he's like, you know, let's talk in three to six months and see where I'm at. You know, my motivation may have fallen off. I may have sort of given up and gone, this is fucked, it's not working or whatever it happens to be. Um, but I'm a big believer in that change begets change. And so if you start to, you know, improve or alter one sphere of your life, then that will positively impact other spheres or like at least... It doesn't happen in isolation. The, the inverse is also true. If you negatively affect one impact of your life, it's likely to negatively impact other parts of your life. So just be conscious of that. But the discomfort, change is discomfort, isn't it? On, mm-hmm. on all sorts of levels that you might not recognize immediately. Um, and that's something that you have to have, I guess, a little bit of grace with yourself for. It's not something I'm strong at. Like I've got incredibly high standards. <laughs> I'm incredibly impatient. You know, I want all the things because I can have them and I'm smart enough and I'm capable enough and I want them now. 
No, so, <laughs> I want it now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that artist <laughs> mentality of like, I don't have to climb the ladder. I need to get to the top. So <laughs> it's, it's you know. also, it's a visionary, um, it's a visionary problem yeah. because you see, I, you see so it's, clearly. So it seems, that seems to be the last, Brody's nodding vehemently because he knows not just this, but I've got a, it's, there's another project on the stuff. side. He's got I've stuff. got stuff, but and it's and it's it's that problem of like this is the big picture and I see it so clearly. So can you all hurry the fuck up? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> no. you know, dude, we launched our business like a year ago, and in my mind, I was building physical destinations of our schools. I was like, like that's that today. I was like, you destined. So I want you to have tits, man. <laughs> 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 it's hard. It's very, very hard when you, because I'm, I'm a visionary too, and it's very hard to really, yeah, I, I tangibly feel the future. I tangibly see the possibilities and how to get there, and I see the steps to get there, and I'm just like, but you know, come on, I just need the, like, I need the cash flow, I need the this, I need the that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're learning to be resourceful. It's interesting. One of the things that me and Chris talk about a lot, and and I think this falls into accountability, right, is our strengths and weaknesses. Do you guys feel like that was an 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 unspoken thing between you two, or did you guys have to go through a process of identifying, Hey, look, this is what I'm going to fucking do. And this is what you're going to do. So let's fucking figure it out because I'll be honest, I'm lucky as shit. I've been in startup after startup, you know, team after team agency after agency. I have never quite find the level of collaboration that Chris and I have, and it's just been so seamless. And, and I think that that's the accountability piece, right? We both know who the fuck we are. We know we know where we're strong. We know where we're not. And that there sometimes there's communication between that where it's like, hey, Chris, I'm not doing this. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to take this over. And he and he's got it. He's got me. He's got me. And same for him. You know, there's shit that I know that he falls to me for. And uh, yeah, I'm just curious. Did you guys have to explore that, or is that something that's just been kind of natural? Because it feels natural between you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Dana was my pledge mom in our sorority in 1992. So I, um, I, I was called little Dana. I, I like literally worshiped the ground, this blonde hair. And if you could picture blonde hair everywhere, loud, boisterous at the club, I'm like literally bowing at her feet. Like (laughs) I loved it. I know. Shut up. I, I was um, like 21 and she was like 18. So, you know, that's like, that's the time. <laughs> that is, right, right. Super she, she was. And then like after my first year, she was gone. I was gone. We were off to the races. Um, we reconnected on Facebook. Um, and I apologize. I like nine, I, what I do ninth stepped you. I was like, I'm so sorry for the way she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Cause I'm sober. <laughs> and then, um, we just kind of like Facebook stayed connected. And then um, in December, and this is this is all going to answer your question in a roundabout mm-hmm. way. But in December, um, December third, twenty twenty, no, twenty nineteen, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Dana's my my. I'm like uh, right man with dates. It's ridiculous. Um, I lost a baby, and um, I reached out to Dana. Like Dana and I had communication. And like six or seven months later, I reached out to her and asked her to commission a painting. So she commissioned, I commissioned the painting. You can wow. see it over my shoulder. It's me and my babies. 
Um, and so we just reconnected and we did an intuitive guidance session, which is something that Dana does. And in there, I was like, I kind of have this idea for, for, an, for a business. And I told, I read her this little paragraph and she was like real quiet. And I was like, oh God, she hates it. I feel so stupid. Oh my God, it's Dana. And I feel so stupid, you know? No. <laughs> and she was like, you have to do that. Like that's gold. Like you have to bring this to fruition. So over the next, you know, I immediately like bought the URL, you know, formed an LLC, like did all those things, you know, and then I still had a six figure job, like had the business or whatever. And Dana started talking about becoming an investor, you know, just, 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 I'm just going to give you money. You're, you're, you're uh, I'll hitch my wagon to your pony, you know, every, anytime, you know, whatever. And so the relationship was that she was just going to back me and, and help me bring this idea to fruition. And what's your rear? And, then, and, this, and this, yeah. this guy back here. Like, like if, you, if we were talking about how, like, in history, you know, like, like if you think about people always had, like, their oracle, you know, like, the great leaders had, like, their their witchy person. And Dana was my witchy person. Yeah, I was going to Cyrano you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I have this really uncanny ability. And just be careful, because I'll probably get to you too also, where I slowly just get people to do things for me. <laughs> to work with me. <laughs> my, husband, my husband was like her IT guy for like a year and he's told her to <laughs> gate. And meanwhile, he's like, I will not. And meanwhile, he's getting checks in the mail and he's like, I'm, I'm doing something for Angela. I'm like, you're working for her. Like, you do not know you're working for Angela. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Fill out this W blah blah. I'm like, you work for Angela. <laughs> So Dana, Dana, all of a sudden, because she has a career. So I, I, I designed a platform for edu like to people to teach, you know, workshops. I have no education background. Dana is a career educator. And so she's designing my whole training program. And all of a sudden where she's like uh, under me, you know what I mean? Like, not like, so I was like, I was, she always said, you're the founder. I'm over here. I'm doing my own thing here. And then um, the platform like kind of shifted, it kind of grew into a direction neither of us felt really comfortable. You know, like it got very metaphysical and very um, woo woo and it wasn't where we wanted to be. And it was just different. So then Dana um, had her books and she decided that we, we were gonna try to self publish her book. And they were like, why don't we just become publishers? So we used our LLC, we created a publishing company, yada, yada, yada. That was going awesome. And because um, I'm the creative and she's the she's the words. So like we're a perfect like advertising team. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. she's an amazing copywriter, even though she doesn't understand any of the words, copy, assets, tactics. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I just so I want that. this. Tell me what this is. Okay, you want that? And I give it to her. But she starts talking like businessy. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, jargon. So we had. Jargon. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> In January, we kind of had like a uh, come to Jesus with each other. And it was like she wrote me this breakup letter because she didn't want to do where we were anymore. And I was like, fine, you're going to break up with me. Like it was like a whole thing. She told me thing. to fuck off in like four different emails and saying <laughs> fuck off. She's like, well, here's what I was thinking. It, would, and it wasn't really a breakup letter. It was like a... As per my last email. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was four different versions of as per my last email. And really, and, and this goes back to, to Brody's initial question, you know, and I'm, I promise I'm going to let you finish, Angela. But yes, we work beautifully together and all that. But it, there was a lot of me saying, just cater to my strengths. 
You know what I mean? And that's really where that come to Jesus moment happened because it was a lot of buildup of I, the things I do well, I fucking crush, but the things that like, you're kind of like that, like I need to be doing, like I, it takes this such a joy. I don't want to, you know, so I'm sorry, so continue. No, so so that was really what it was. It was basically like, okay, we both agreed where it was sucky, like where things were sucky that Dana was doing. We were like, yeah, that sucks. So we had that's when we pivoted our whole business. We we dropped everybody. We cleared house, and we were like, okay, we are equal co-founders. I've got your back. You've got mine. No matter what, it is just the two of us, and that's all that matters. It's all that matters because yeah. we, I, I had, uh, it was, and it was like my own shit, right? Like I had, I felt bad or I wanted to bring people up with us or I gave people more responsibility than they were giving back. And that was my own stuff that I had to work through. And it used to frustrate the shit out of Dana <laughs> because I'd be like, well, let's just hire him for a little while and see. I mean, oh, so many. Sucks. <laughs> Fuck him. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you gotta learn this. Breathe. Breathe. Such a nice guy. And he, yeah, 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 yeah. So by, by us coming to the table and being total equals and, and knowing that we always check in with each other now, what do I want? What do I need? Am I not getting my needs met? You know, and I know now her triggers and she knows mine and it's much easier to help. Like I want her to succeed for her. It's like, you know, and I want to succeed for me too, but like it's, um, I don't want to put her under stress because we've been under stress and it sucks. It's like seeing your mm. kids having a tantrum. Yeah. You're like, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want them yeah. to have a tantrum. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, it, is, it, was, it is very symbiotic though. And I just want to uh, expand a little bit on what Angela was saying about, you know, wanting to bring everybody with us. There is this feeling like, yeah, we're going to get the instructors and, and the content creators and everybody's going to have a part and everybody's going to do it. And everybody around us is like, yeah, yeah, rah, rah, we're going to do it. But because we're such go-getters and I'll just say it because we're such go-getters, you wind up not leading the pack, but carrying the pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dragging. 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 Yes. And yes. finally, like, like, and I'm in charge of them because I'm doing the, re- like the you instructor ready said teach program. And I'm like, this is, you know, so it be, so that the breakup letter, and it wasn't a breakup letter. It was it totally was a breakup. Thing. I'll read it to you guys. <laughs> you have to find someone to replace me letter. That's, that's those are words. I was like, I can't do it this <laughs> way anymore. I can't. And so then what happened was when we became like, I'm not the, the voice behind the curtain. I'm like, oh, I fired everybody. <laughs> like Angela gracefully and politely gave everybody an out. And probably 60% gave their out. And then I was like, I'm firing the rest of them. I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I said, you're in charge. That's so interesting. And, and mean, here I, we are. Here we are, the yeah. two of us. Me and Chris won't take anybody on right now. <laughs> we, we've we actually, you know, Loki, we've had some talks with sponsors, people that want, that look at the show. So, hang the on. Show. You, you had some talks with sponsors. Yeah, I, and I, and I find this out weeks later. Like, apparently we had sponsors came to us and Brody went, nah. And, like, and, and then, like, only last week, I'm like, what? And he's like, and this, was, this was actually and like, like yeah, episode no, 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 four, time, 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 like, Sponsors who are going to give us money. Like, we're not, we've only just finished season one. And he's like, oh, yeah. Did I not tell you about that? Like, you motherfucker. <laughs> 
Please continue. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's just interesting. So it's like, He was it, right it, though. He was right. He was absolutely right. Yeah, and I, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And I and I trust him implicitly, but it was just like hilarious to find out like three weeks later. Like, oh no, yeah. Oh, we had two. No, no, one, 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 but two. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it, and that's kind of the relationship that we've had. And what I feel like is unique is like you guys kind of reached the point that breakup point, right? With each other. Me and Chris had that third, right? Mm-hmm. And we I watched Chris break up. I broke up. I watched Chris break up. And so I know Chris in that scenario now. And, you know, vice versa, Chris kind of knew me because there was a situation beforehand where I came really passionately to the conversation. And it was like, hey, I, I love you both. This shit means something to me. So I don't fucking need you. And I'm going to do this shit regardless. So if you want to come with me, let's fucking do it. If you don't, then I'm I'm going right now. And right off the rip, Chris was like, no, I get it. I see. I'm here. This I, I'm going to stay for it. And again, third party. That was an attack. That was. You're How dare you? You're yeah. going to abandon me. You're and like, I didn't think I'd be guilted like this. And this is toxic. And like, yeah. and it was actually their behavior that which was driving both of like brody to say that and then me eventually to go respectfully um i'm gonna have to step out of this arrangement like if the two of you want to continue without me i understand just like take my name off things and and whatever but if you want to continue that's great but i'm gonna have to step out because i see this is a pattern of behavior that's going to continue and exactly the same thing like I've complete abandonment. Like, how dare you? You're leaving me and this personal attack and everything else. And poor, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, it was so, it's kind of comical because bro, Brody must have been with you. <laughs> Brody must have been with his kids or something somewhere. So, to, to, to kind of give context, we'd, <laughs> it was the day before we were going to launch, for fuck's sake. The day before we were going <laughs> to launch. And and we'd scheduled, you know, we're all going to have the same LinkedIn post. We're all going to launch this thing, and da 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 da. Like, so we've got three different time zones. Great, we have an hour long discussion. Great, this is what we're doing this time tomorrow. Great time. Let's go, team. Five minutes later, other person gets in the chat. Hey, instead of doing that, can we do this other thing? Which we don't, I love it. In the Good. chat, Good. not the fucking In the chat. Call. In the and fucking like, chat, not the in video the chat. call. <laughs> and Brody's already, Brody's already bounced because he's like, I got to do something with my kids. So he's out. And he's like, can we do this other thing? In my mind, And I, salt. again, like very patiently went, um, we talked about it and probably not, it, it's better to go the way that we decided for all these reasons because we talked about it. He's like, but I just kind of feel like, and I saw someone else do this thing and I really think that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And by this stage, I, I, I said, hang on. And I, but I even texted this like, okay, I'm really frustrated and really annoyed and kind of pissed because we've just had an hour long production meeting where there was consensus. The three of us all agreed. And now five minutes later in a chat, you want to throw all of this out to do something else. I don't understand. Can you explain, can you please explain to me what's going on? I didn't think I'd be attacked like this. Like, what? what? And so, and this wasn't the first time there's been a series of sort of incidences. And the, the, the other, the previous times it happened, I even, I said point blank, is this going to happen again? No, 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 no. Judge, don't judge me on my past behavior. Like, <laughs> okay. 
That was, and then it happens. What we judge right. Uh, yeah. Hey, but but don't. <laughs> no, it was even better. Like, judge, don't judge me by my past actions. You know, tr- judge my future self or something along those lines. <laughs> and it was amazing. And I went, oh, I, I understand the principle, but okay. And we're friends. I'm trying to trust this. But then when this sort of happened, and this was this was it and I could see this was always going to be the way and it was always going to be a nightmare and it was always going to be a struggle and between Brody and I there was more management and maintenance behind the scenes of like lifting this person up exactly what you were describing Dana like trying to couch them make them feel comfortable have them in the right position record the episode assure them everything's going to be okay and then so it was this shit it's too much energy it's it's ridiculous Way too yeah. you know and yeah. and 50 me- and 50 messages outside the chat and all this sort of thing and I and that's I just very respectfully said i'm i'm out uh and then it 45 minutes later brody picks up his phone again he's like what the fuck happened (laughs) (laughs) um i had a great fucking time with my kids i'm like this is so tomorrow (laughs) yes and i get back to it and chris is like i'm done i'll see you guys later and the third party is like yeah absolutely the fuck not take everything down fuck this shit Uh, that was it and and then like immediately blocked us like and, and oh, all of yeah. that, like the yeah. whole nine yards. Yeah. And and then and then Brody, I think the next day, like absolute pro, just checks in. He's like, hey, man, nothing about the podcast. How are you doing? I, I've never had this in Brody. any pro- in any professional <laughs> relationship. And, and we like we've never met. I don't know this dude because this other person brought us in together. Mm-hmm. And I went, that's a bit fucking different. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Actually, man, I'm I'm like I'm okay. Like it sucks, and I'm like I'm really sorry to put you in the middle of this. He's like, no, 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 no. Like this is, she made choices and everything else. Like I get it. Like it's a shame. You know, is there any chance the three of us? And I'm like, there's no, there's no way. Like, and you, he, you professionally have enough expertise to know this is never going to fly, and it's not sustainable. Right. And so that was that was sort of that. And then yeah, three or four days later, he texts me again. He's like, hey man, had to run something by you. And so here we yeah. are. Um, yeah, awesome. the, both stories just correlate so well with the <laughs> accountability piece, right? Like all of that took, and, and the sitting in the shit, right? Like we e- each one of us had to sit in some different shit for a minute to yeah. realize the, yeah. the the what we were going to pull from it. Yeah, you know? actually, yeah. B, if I if I hadn't have broken up, do you think we would have got through season one? Because I don't think I've asked you that. <sighs> no, no. No, it's, you nailed it, you know, and same thing to Dana. There needs to be an equal exchange of energy here, right? Like, and I need to feel it from you too. And that was one thing with the third party. It was, it was a drain. It was a constant drain. It was, you know, having to maintain and build and do these things for someone else when, you you know, you've got your own shit too. Like, it's not just this podcast, you know, like, what are you, and And what, what are you bringing? Yeah. To this relationship. Yeah. So, so something we've, I think we've talked about, and then we've only just talked about recently when we recorded like on, on like, are we good business partner? What makes a good business partner? Mm-hmm. I think it was episode one. Yeah. Um, and, and it was, it was skill sets. Yeah. Um, complementing skill sets is, is what is part of it. D- diverse and complementing skill sets. If you want to open a restaurant, you don't want to hire five chefs. Right, mm-hmm. you need one chef, you need someone in front of house, you need an accountant, you need this sort of thing. But um, it's also what do you, you know, a chef actually cooks and brings something. 
and you know, whoever runs the front of house, you know, hires staff, like managers, they bring something of value or contribution, not just, sure, everyone's going to have days where they, they need to take a little bit more, but like you've got to bring something if you want to build whatever it is you're building. And mm-hmm. said, and I think this other person, I mean, to be fair, technically, she didn't bring anything other than maybe an audience. And mm-hmm. look, <laughs> that was on, honestly, because, <laughs> right. So, like, I, to, to be candid, like, Brody is back end. So, all the algorithm, all the platforms, he's the guru that understands how all that shit works and how we splice up content to make it work. So, that's his bag. I designed all the pre-production. So episode theme, every episode run list, um, this this story arc, the journey, all the guests, all the topics, drive the, tend to drive the, most of the episodes, built the landing page, all the front end sort of stuff and design. Said third person, looking at it now, was the spare wheel, which was interesting because they were the one to bring us in. Because they saw um, what you guys had to offer. They saw uh, what you could do for them. Potentially. And that's what's interesting. Because like, had they been maybe a different personality or could manage us better, maybe, maybe we'd all still be. No, that was you know, self-management. No, that was yeah. self-management. The yeah, thing that uh, you, you, Angela and, and my takeaway in, with every experience we've had, and I, I have to tell you, and just in all fairness, you know, we haven't had all this drama, like because the, the, you've had one person, you had drama with this one person. We just had a lot of people that said they wanted wanted something that said they wanted something but weren't willing to work at it in the way that we were willing to work at it and it was incompatible that that was probably right, like right. 80 percent of it but there was 20 yeah. percent drama there were dramas here and there and, and it was the being blocked and, and, stuff. and at the end of the day it kept going back to we have everything we need you're talking about complementary skill sets i always talk about the venn diagram right and so mm-hmm. where it crosses over we have similarities and it's beautiful but where we're different it's completely complementary and we are in such we're angela told you the story how we got here but we have such this beautiful dance angela's like i gotta do this 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 and this i'm like tell me what you need from me she's like i need this 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 and this she lobs it over Boom, pass it back and we get it done. And uh, and it's really turned into this beautiful, fluid, symbiotic dance. And we do have our worries and concerns because, again, we're building the foundation of what I mm. see to be uh, an empire ultimately. But when you're building it, it's not an empire. So you have to have faith in that it's an empire. But when I get into my logical mind, Instead of my emotional mind going, I want to buy bananas today and I can't. But when I get into my logical mind and say, wait a minute, what what are the components that create success? Okay. Do we have these things? Yes. Do we have drive? Do we have um, a respect? Do we have integrity? Do we have all of these things? Do we have skills? Are we just plain Awesome. We're all of those things. Yeah. So all you need is stick to itiveness, determination, and 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 just faith. And it has to I'll, be successful. Yeah, and I'll I'll chip in there because that's exactly right. And for us, also to highlight that capital and money isn't a factor. 
because because well for us at least for where we are at the moment mm-hmm. because we've built what we've got so far in almost zero dollars yeah, it's like nice. the cost like on what, whatever the cost of the landing page is and whatever the cost of Brody, whatever you oh uh spreaker subscription in riverside to yep. record on mm-hmm. that's it like so and our whole pitch from the beginning was like no what like listen for free and watch us build so literally we'll go from scratch to building this thing out season two we launch patreon to go hey fuck like let's see if we can gain some revenue and there might be an ad spend to promote this and that but you know again like nominal we it's not a case of we had to save the nest egg so now then i'm allowed to go do the project yeah it's like you know you can put that barrier in front of you if you want to um mm-hmm. and that's okay and certain businesses might require that of you but something like this doesn't or if you're savvy or if you you start connecting with the right people or building those sort of relationships you'll find ways around it um so just for everyone sitting at home thinking like well I couldn't do that because and you know and then it all sounds really difficult and like shit it might be sure like figure out what it's going to be for you but saying that you don't have the time or the money to do it isn't that's an excuse. Yes. Yes. And, 100%. and even though on the front end, you know, we, we put a lot of money in, we have learned since, oh my God, probably close to a year, but we'll say very, very much since January that we keep waiting. I always think of like Jesus with the loaves and the fishes, like fish just keep showing up. We're like, okay. <laughs> We're like, okay. We have just enough. Just enough. just enough, right? Right? Like, do you remember by January. January. I was like, Dana, if we don't have money by January, we are fucked. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, look, there's another loaf. It's got a little mold on it. <laughs> but it'll feed us until July. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. yeah. 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 I mean, that's the interesting thing, too. Falling back on permission, I think one of our biggest things in building this and talking about these things and going through these things in public, you know, because this is pretty transparent. This is, you know, this is a level that not a lot of people are willing to go to. And as we do so, to have kind of practical applications for everybody following us along the way, that's the ultimate goal, you know, and whether that's mental health whether that's building a podcast, whether that's putting content out in the world, we're going to be an example, a pillar for you guys to understand that this can be done, you know, like this, this can be done and it can be, and look at, man, this can be done by two guys all the way across the world. You know, like imagine if you had your best friend in your fucking office, you know, like (laughs) you, you can do this shit, you know? So that's where we're at too. And that's, it's just such a cool theme to feel this throughout that episode. That's awesome. It's awesome. And I think that that's like an awesome way to, uh, to wrap this episode up because, you know, I I feel like I could sit and hang out with you guys for hours. So we'll come on your show next and we'll, we'll hang out with you guys there. Um, uh, but before we, we close it out, um, Chris, do you want to give everybody a couple little sound bites of where they can find you and, and all that good stuff? Yeah. Thank you. Um, so we can find the professional misfits on, YouTube, just search our name. You can find us on Spotify, just search our name. Uh, Patreon, search our name. Uh, or you can go to promisfitspodcast.com and you've got all the goodies and info and all the things there. You can find me on LinkedIn as Christopher S. Sellers or you can find any of these crazy kids and we'll be connected. So there you go. Or you can find the Professional Misfits on LinkedIn and Facebook because that's where we have all our discussions and 
you get to vote on episodes of what you want to hear and what we're going to riff on and all that sort of fun interactive stuff, which is part of why we do this because we want to do it with an audience, with our team, with our misfits to go like, what do you want to hear? What should we talk? What aren't people talking about? Let's get into it. You know, um, that's our whole jam. B, did I miss anything? No, I mean, find me there too. That's the that's the link I always give is promispodcast.com. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I'll put up the links. We'll put it into the into the the chat or Thanks, comments Liz. or whatever. And um, I just wanted to thank you guys for spending um, a Wednesday morning slash. Tuesday evening slash Tuesday afternoon with us. <laughs> yeah, it's a global international conversation. How cool is this though? I mean, like, like thanks for having us. How are fucking you, cool. Are you guys aware? Like, do you know where we are? Um, vague New York. Yes. And I'm in Florida. So we are literally right. in the US. We're, we're we are, covering the US because I'm in Oregon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm on the West Coast. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm we like are as literally south covering as southeast as you can get. So, yep. and, and to, cool. to, to end it with, um, to your point, Brody, about how anybody can do this. All this took was me saying to Chris, who I thought was pretty cool on LinkedIn. I, I connected with your content. I felt your authenticity, which that, that to your that. so to your social um, your social episode episode eight. Um, you guys talk about that, like being authentic on social, and it is really hard to find them. But I felt I feel that in you. All it mm -hmm. took was me saying. Hey, I have a podcast. You know, it's not like you're, you never asked me how many followers we have. You never asked me what it could do for you. Yeah. Maybe I we should. Love have. You. Yeah. We love you. We love you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes of everything I should do for next time. <laughs> no, dude, dude, it's like, no. it was just like, it was just a matter of me saying, like, you know, not worrying about what the fuck you were going to say. If you said no, yeah. but all right, cool. You know what I mean? And here we are. Yeah. Having this conversation, we're all now going to be BFFs. Like I'll be I'm totally bothering you and telling you bad comments and all your stuff. <laughs> just nice. to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What's this bro culture? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind? Fuck. Can I just toss in one nug before we go? Go for it. Please. A little nug, Please. because Chris, you said something probably thirty minutes back that was swimming in my head, and and I just I, I just want to comment on it. You're talking about the discomfort of of change mm, mm. and i gotta tell you and this is for everybody and 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 i think it's important the discomfort isn't in change it's in the resistance to change and you think we, so i think so because when we release the fear or the the fear of what we don't know or the attachment to once we to what we once had yeah the change is not so scary Again, it's the fear of what's to come and it's the attachment of where we were. But when we, when we let go of that resistance, change can be welcomed. So I agree with you, change is uncomfortable, but I want you to think about the resistance to it because when we start thinking about these things and questioning ourselves and our whys and where it comes from, um, life becomes a little bit more entertaining. Uh, look, I'll take that bet and I'm going to end it with a final book plug. Because in 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 my in my book, like applied creativity, the I there's an entire chapter dedicated to emotions and risk, and how the two are linked, and why we associate creativity with like creativity equals risk, and I break this down and go, that's not quite true. 
like so like there's the unknown which you know at immediate glance you know the, the strangers across the hill might kill us the boys you know berries might be poisonous you know all innovation is expensive you go that's not exactly accurate that's an emotional reflex to something you don't immediately recognize and right and so by developing emotional maturity and intelligence you can start to discern between a risk is something that can kill me or like is well or creates a threat or costs a lot of money and is not a good investment as opposed to this is different this is new i'm somewhere i haven't been before this is someone i haven't met this is something i don't understand those are two very different worlds but for the for the layperson and the average ceo who's going to invest 100 million dollars <laughs> seldom seldom can discern the two so I'll leave that there, but challenge accepted. I have a, I have a book too, you know. This <laughs> 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 is profound as you motherfuckers, but I have a book. <laughs> I do. I'm gonna, I'm it's called Uniquely You, update number 52. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my You're God. So You're so smart. But Chris, I want to challenge you to, to a duel. <laughs> anytime anytime i would like angela if you're up for this um i would like to um have a whole showcase on uniquely you update 52 no i'm just kidding no. <laughs> thank you <laughs> I have the, a coming up no i would like to read your book because i feel like we say some of the same things but in a different way and i would like you to read 10 racks uh you can Whatever you can follow up with its with, with its sister, but um, I would like you to read chick culture. I don't get her accent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they they hate men. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's not like that at all. It's not like that at all. Yeah, it's yeah. really because what you're saying makes total sense, and what it's, and 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 what you thank whatever. you, thank you, Angela. I don't want to go off on like a whole tirade, mm -hmm. but I think it would be cool to have another conversation with the alter alternating views of really the same topic. That sounds great. In, that me, sounds great. Me, me Where can I get a copy? Can, me and Angela can step in and read them both. Yeah, 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 yeah. We will put the links in so all 25 of you who are watching can also purchase the books. Let's have a book club. Let's, Let's have do a book club. I've just realized, are you and Brody wearing the same glasses? Brody. I got, I got oh my a little, God, I have I got to a little sparkle of metal. I have to get a hat. Twins. Oh, yes. <laughs> Twinning. Twinning. All right, all right, all right. People have had enough of our nonsense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so, so, so much. Angela, thank Dana, you. thank you. Thanks yeah, for having it's us. It's a pleasure, guys. Thank you for watching this special episode with Angela and Dana going commando with the professional misfits. Chris Sellers and Brody Ipox are amazing guests, and it would be awesome if you can support them at promisfitspodcast.com. You can support them by signing up on their Patreon page or following them on social and helping them build their podcast in public. Angela and Dana can be found on findinguniquelyyou.com. Go there for enlightening content on how you too can become an empowered, happy, content, amazing person. Thanks for watching. Have a great week.